You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Been a great summer so far. We're uh, doing summer technology today. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything, whether you're traveling to the U.S. Uh, or jumping on a trampoline in the backyard or even just trying to find a Bluetooth speaker to take with you camping. We got a little bit of everything for you in this summer tech episode of Get Connected. On the line right now, we've uh, got our friend Oren Travinsky. He's uh, the VP of Global Sales and Marketing for Otano Networks. Uh, you might be familiar with uh, one of the brands, uh, Rome Mobility. We talk about those folks all the time because we love them. And we use them. We all use the time. them all the time, uh, especially when we're uh, traveling down in the U.S. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Oren. Oh, hey guys! Thanks so much for having me. Uh, again, um, you know. Andy and I, we do a lot of traveling down the United States, and, uh, you know, it has been uh, a challenge uh, as far as roaming charges uh, in the past, uh, you know, when we're using our phones down there, whether that's making calls, texting, but more importantly now, data. Data. That adds up really uh, yeah. quickly, and, uh, you know, we've heard all the horror stories of people getting bills for uh, hundreds uh, of uh, uh, dollars. Uh, uh, tell us uh, about uh, Rome Mobility uh, product offering again. So, Roam Mobility is really unique in the market for a couple of reasons. A, you can customize your rate plan to exactly the time that you need. So, you don't have to pre, you don't have to, to get stuck with a bucket, um, a preloaded bucket on a SIM card. You can decide if you want to go for two days or nine days or, or 13 days, whatever you want, you can customize. It also comes with a really generous amount of data. To what you guys were saying, we know that our customers are all data, you know, big data users. Everyone's on Facebook these days. Um, so it provides a huge amount of data that you get to use all the way through your trip. And, uh, and yeah, our, our customers all love it. We're getting great, great feedback on the data side. What kind of prices are we looking at, Ballpark? So it starts at $5 a day, um, which is comparable with everybody else in the industry. But, frankly, our service is materially better. And how much data are you getting for that $5 a day? You get 500 megs. Uh, it's cumulative, so it depends on how many days you get. So you get about 500 megs per week, and then as you get more and more, it adds up together. So, Oren, um, to actually use uh, this service, what do people have to do? Nothing. All you have to do is go to our website or go to one of our retail partners, pick up a SIM card. You, uh, you, you go onto our website, type the SIM card number in, uh, pick the days that you want to travel, and you're off to the races. Uh, and as, soon as, you, as soon as you land, sorry, sorry to cut you off. As soon as you land in the U.S., uh, you'll you'll be good to go. I love this when I'm traveling with my family, especially uh, you know I've got uh, a few teenage uh, kids and they love to use their smartphones. So uh, you know, popping uh, you know some of these sims into their uh, uh, their smartphones, uh, I don't have to worry about any more uh, of these uh, these these crazy uh, bills. Uh, people do have to have an unlocked phone though, don't they? Yeah, no, you have to have an unlocked phone, which we find is increasingly common. And, and frankly, through our website, we have, uh, if your phone isn't unlocked, we provide a link for you to get it unlocked. Uh, and what parts of the U.S. does this work? Um, are we talking, they, obviously, the continental U.S.? Can I use this in Hawaii as well? Yep, absolutely. What about Alaska? So, Would it work nationwide, nationwide U.S., Interesting. All, all states. So, Orrin, uh, what is ZipSim? So ZipSim, you guys might be more familiar with as ReadySim. It's exactly the same product it used to be. Um, we just changed the name to ZipSim. And what makes it particularly interesting is that it's completely self-activating. All you need to do is pop it in your phone. You don't need to go onto any website or anything. All you do is you text message. Um, you send a text, a quick text with, uh, your, to, to a short code that we provide, and your phone becomes active automatically. Um, so it's completely anonymous, completely secure, and the only 
the only SIM card like it in the U.S. where you don't have to deal with any sort of process to get it going. And who would want something like this? Well, we, we get a lot of we get a lot of uh, a lot of business from travelers who are like business travelers who are looking for a quick week, don't want to deal with the hassle of activation or, or saving a SIM card. Zip SIMs are generally disposable, although some people like to top them up. Um, a lot of people in the uh, computers computer community, IT community, tend to like this because it's so anonymous and so secure. So. In the U.S., there tends to be some concern these days over security and over you know, who's listening to your phone calls and who knows uh, who your, what your phone number is. All that stays secure with Zipson that nobody, nobody can find out. So, Orrin, uh, where can people find out more information about uh, Romobility and the, the Zipsim? So you can go to our website at romobility.com or uh, zipsim.us or into any one of our retail partners. You can find us in... Uh, 7-Eleven, Staples, London Drugs uh, across the country, um, as well as uh, you know your friendly neighborhood convenience store. So any one of those. So that's really the first step is you got to get one of these Rome Sims, and then you can kind of sign up for the service and and get it all ready before you make those uh, travels to the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, hold on to those Sims because they uh, they're useful every time you go. They're reusable, so uh, you know save yourself the hassle of finding another one. Yeah, one of one of the great tips I have is I keep my Sim with my passport because that's the only time I'm ever going to use it because you need your passport to get to the U.S. So oh, that's a, a good idea because I keep losing them. Well, they're so small. I know. They're, they're so small. <laughs> that, uh, that's one of the problems. So yeah, um, for anybody that's going to use Rome, I definitely recommend that you put it with your passport so you always have it when you are traveling to the U.S. You are smart. Great tip. <laughs> want to thank you, Oren, for uh, joining us on the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all your time. That was Oren Travinsky, VP of uh, Global Sales and Marketing over at Autono Networks. When we come back from the break, we're still talking summer tech. We're going to talk trampoline tech. Get yeah. those kids outside jumping on the trampoline. A smart trampoline. A it's, smart trampoline. It exists. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're talking summer tech. We're uh, halfway through what I consider summer, mm-hmm. kind of uh, halfway uh, like at J- July and August, if if that summer. Um, how's it been for you so far? Uh, it's been good. Uh, I love summer, but you know, even though I'm, I've been out of school, as soon as August hits, I start thinking back to school. I can't get it out of my head. So I thought it'd be a good time for us to talk about summer tech. You know, if people are going to be going camping or doing some family vacations. It seems like a fitting time to really talk about summer and technology and how they relate. Uh, you want to stay tuned because uh, in a little while, uh, we'll uh, also be talking about Bluetooth speakers, what to look for. We've uh, got some... Uh cool stuff to chat about. On the line, though, right now, we've got Christine Pilkington. She is uh, the publisher of VancouverMom.ca. Thanks for joining us on the line, Christine. Thanks for having me. Uh, Obviously, uh, you are a mom. (laughs) You've got kids. I've got kids myself. (laughs) I'm finding it a challenge, though, uh, and I have teenagers, uh, trying to get these guys unconnected. Technology is so infused in their lives now, it's hard to get them out of that uh, that tech mode, that connected mode, are you are you finding the same challenge with yourself and, and other parents? Oh, for sure. I have three kids. They're ages six, eight, and ten, and it is a constant battle to get them to um, well battle with me. I suppose that they're always trying to get their screen time from me, and I happen to be super lucky because I have a bunch of athletes on my hands. They're really really active. And yet I find that um, the thing that they want to do, if they could do this all day long, they'd be on an iPad um, because it's no longer just about the TV anymore. Like when I was a kid, it's really about their iPad time, their iPhone time and being interactive with the various games and 
and things that they've got on their on their screens. So what do you do? Do you just rip it out of their hands? We just rip it out of their hands. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My teenager's a little are... bit bigger. It's harder. They're tough. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, no, we actually have some strategies. So definitely my kids, they know that their screen time is from five to six while I'm making dinner. And it's when it, it's interesting because we also, um, tie it in with some chores that they have around the house. So they know that they've got to get certain things done around the house before they have screen time. So it's a bit of a win-win and they know they need to be ready for their screen time. So there's some rules and strategies that we've employed for them to sort of earn that screen time every day. And this works? I mean, you've got three of them. Uh, they outnumber you. They do. Yeah, they do, because I also have my husband here, so they do They do outnumber me. But, yeah, it does, it does seem to work. I mean, it's actually not so much the starting. I find that's the challenging. It's the ending of the screen time. I still have a five, <laughs> six-year-old who's, um, you know, she's still, she gets glued in, and they get that, I don't know, it's almost like a shock and awe face on when they're looking at the screen and when I tell them that it's time to that screen time's over, she sometimes pitches a fit, but generally speaking, it's it's pretty good. I mean, just to show you how motivated my kids are around screen time, that's exactly how my, when she was four, that's how she learned how to tell time on an analog clock, was because she knew when five o'clock was coming, and that would be when her screen time was coming. <laughs> so she's like a little, like an addict. Yeah, little addict. I mean, you know, people talk about when we were kids, blah, blah, blah. But the, the truth is, is that the things that our children are facing now with technology, and I'm not even talking about social media and all of that, which they face later on in life, but it's a different, um, it's a different world for them. I mean, my, uh, you know, my, my daughter, my youngest daughter, when she was one and a half, was interacting with an iPad. And has grown up um, not even just being totally like this digital native, but just really able to maneuver what used to be relatively complex apps that we we, we would have to ne- uh, negotiate on a on a desktop. So she's she's grown up with it. Christina, you make a great point. You know, um, a, a lot of these we we have like a generation of i babies. You know, they're like one or two years old, and they already know how to use tablets and smartphones. But, you know, as a publisher of VancouverMom.ca, what, what kind of age do you think is appropriate to, to give a child a smartphone? Because as a parent, you want to be able to call them whenever you want, but you're essentially giving them a little computer and they can go to either with data or a Wi-Fi plan and get connected to the Internet. So what age do you kind of recommend parents start to think about giving their kids um, a smartphone? Well, you know, there's what real-life parents do, I suppose, and what are the recommendations. And to be honest, if I were to look hard, I would be probably able to find what the participation or some other expert out there would recommend. I would generally say the later you can do it, the better. But the reality is, um, you know, parents are giving their kids iPhones and iPads at a very late age. I mean, all it takes is to go to a restaurant and you need to keep the kids busy after waiting too long for a meal. And off you go, off they go with an iPad, right? And so, um, so I mean, that's a really tough question. I mean, I would say it's really about knowing your family and regulating and not letting them um, have unsupervised time on, on any of these digital devices. So let's talk about uh, how to get the kids outside. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, screen time usually happens uh, indoors. Um, I see that... Uh, this one company, Spring Free, uh, yeah. trampolines. Uh, they've they've come up with something to get kids 
uh, I guess kind of marrying the best of both worlds. Still got a bit of that technology, but uh, obviously the benefits of getting out on a trampoline. Yes, for sure. I mean, trampolines, well, I mean, when we were kids, they were tons of fun, and they still remain tons of fun. Um, the the trampoline that Spring Free has come out with is uh, the one of the world's, if not the world's safest trampoline in that it actually does not have spring technology on it. It actually uses, you know, they look like little poles, but they probably have a better word for it, um, to, that are actually underneath the trampoline. So the benefit there for children is that they don't get their feet caught in the actual springs, which can lead to um, a lot of injury. But in terms of getting kids outside, Spring Free has come out with this great um, product called Togoma. And it marries technology with, um, with the trampoline in that it gets kids, um, you know, it, rather than trying to replace the screen time, um, it's kind of motivating them to go outside. Participation just released a report that um, basically Canada is, Canada's youth are really not getting out um, in the recommended daily activity that they are, they're supposed to be getting. Kids are supposed to be getting a minimum of 60 minutes a day of moderate to vigorous activity. It's very difficult to do that inside for a young kid. So they have to, I mean, you, it's, the easy answer there is just to get them outside. So the more that you can get them outside, the, the better. And with this Tagoma product, it's one of these things like if you can't beat them, just, just join them. <laughs> and so how does it work? How does it work? Well, I think um, the best way to talk about it is... Um, it has, oh, okay, basically it, uh, you have to have a tablet um, and you uh, attach it to a stand and it talks to a, um, a uh, what do you call it, a receiver and it, um, the receiver then talks to four sensors that are beneath the actual trampoline. And so what happens then is this, um, the trampoline then becomes a smart trampoline in that it can detect not only where you are bouncing on the actual um, um, trampoline, but even things like how high you're going and things like that. And because it's a smart trampoline, it then get, allows you to be able to do different tracking. It creates, They have games available for it. And, um, yeah, and it just takes trampolining to a whole new level. Yeah, I didn't realize there's, like, sensors and everything involved here. This sounds uh, kind of cool. So there's uh, uh, different games that the kids uh, can play? Yeah, and they, they have them with uh, for a variety of ages. So for really, really young kids, they have a game where um, it's called Stickers and Kids can um, basically jump all around, and they can um, flip over. Um, well, actually, this is a game called What's That? It's like it, you can flip cards over, and, and there's no actual rules, so to speak, for young kids. They can just, you know, jump and interact with um, with the screen this way. Um, for older kids, and even adults, to be quite honest, they have um, a game called uh, Fruitance and another one called um, Alien Stomp. And both of these games are like a whack-a-mole idea where you see – an alien coming across the screen and then you're trying to jump to stomp on top of the of the alien which actually it's a ton of fun they have these games for adults but personally i actually prefer these games for kids yeah <laughs> and then um for adults they have one called 20 you know 2048 have you played that on your actual iphone device or your no your what, smart is, device? what is it it's kind of i don't know really how to explain it but it's a bit of a math game where you you kind of you have to you have to swipe things back and forth. It's actually pretty difficult to do it on the phone, I find. And they actually have that to do on the, um, on the trampoline. And I'm, I'm told that the, 
that the founder of Spring Free is quite quite good at this game. So something to try out. And then they've got um, they've also got these educational games. So they have something called Math Hopper, uh, which teaches kids about addition, subtraction, um, and basic mathematics. And then for adults, they've got um, something called Tagoma Fit. So you can actually it'll run you through a workout. Uh, because I know personally, the trampoline itself is quite fun, and this is actually. This product isn't necessarily to replace the entire trampoline experience. It's only something to ha- enhance it. And in case in point, me as an adult, um, I, you know, I get, I personally get tired of being on the trampoline for maybe 10 minutes, right? And if I want to be on it longer, I have to push myself. But with an actual thing to interact with, it actually kind of, it makes the experience a little bit more interesting. So, um, yeah, those are the various things. And then simple things like, you know, if you just, you can actually set up a family account, and with that, you can actually track how, how much your kids have bounced that day. You can actually do uh, competitions even within your own family to see who's bounced the most that day. They have these leaderboards that you can see where you're ranking with other people in, um, in uh, all over the world. They'll do country competitions, like so they'll say, like, who's winning at Fruitions? Is it Canada or U.S.? They have a whole bunch of other things. And since this product is at its infancy, it's one of these... Um, they're going to be evolving it over time. Christine, I want to thank you so much for joining us on uh, the show uh, today, and uh, good luck with your uh, your website. And uh, I, I'm going to have to get one of these trampolines. Oh, I guess you have to run out and get a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Spring free trampoline. Spring free trampoline, and I, I think they have uh, uh, all sorts of great information at the, their uh, website, springfreetrampoline.com, and you can see uh, Christine at uh, Christine Pilkington at uh, VancouverMom.ca. When we come back from the break, uh, we'll uh, be looking at a few different things, Bluetooth speakers and uh, how to sign legal documents if you're traveling uh, as well and have to sign some last-minute thing, uh, some great technology there. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're uh, talking all sorts of things, technology, kind of summer technology. That's right. Being you know, summer and all. Well, you know... When it's when it's summer, people are traveling. They're going out and about. But th- we're so connected these days that you really have to take your work with you sometimes, and uh, that can be troublesome. So we're going to kind of look at some technologies that's going to allow you to basically sign legal documents from wherever you are, right from your smartphone. Well, to help us understand how, we've got uh, Robin Joy. She's the SVP of Web and Mobile over at DocuSign. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, so, Robin, before we uh, get into the, the nitty-gritty, uh, tell, tell our listeners what uh, DocuSign is all about. Sure. DocuSign helps you send, sign, and approve documents from anywhere. So it's an electronic signature and digital transaction management platform that you can use um, through, on your computer or through on your mobile phone, through our mobile apps, or a mobile browser as well. So that that's why we want to talk to you today because uh, I I do a lot of travel myself, uh, you know, going on holidays here during the summer, and I'm, unfortunately I'm never uh, too far away from work. I'm always connected, uh, you know, and I own my own business, so I got to sign a lot of stuff. Uh, how does it how does it work with your smartphone being able to sign actual legal documents? Sure, you are. It's really really easy. So if, for example, somebody emails you a document to sign and they just send it to you as an attachment. Um, If you have the DocuSign mobile app, which is free to download and is available um, for iOS and Android as well as Microsoft um, applications, so you download the app and then it's 
even easier because all you have to do is, um, put, you know, put your finger on that document on your phone, and it will give you an option to open up within the DocuSign mobile app. And at that point, you can, if you've already created your account with your signature, all you have to do is move a tag, and basically it signs it with the uh, the signature that you have already validated, and off it goes. You can send it to somebody right back through their email. So it's an extremely easy process. Um, creating an account itself is also quite easy, and like I said, it's free. So it's free to download and to sign up, and many use cases um, can be uh, used in the free app. If eventually you're using it to do more, you can also upgrade um, to a paid app, but, um, but it is very, very easy and perfect for people who are on the go. Rob, I got a question. I, I'm certain a lot of listeners are out there like hearing about this saying that's too good to be true. Is this still legal? Like if you have to sign like a legal, say a property transfer or any kind of document that really requires uh, a legal signature, does this count? Um, DocuSign is legally enforceable and we comply with laws and regulations around the world. So yes, it is. And in fact, it's actually um, really more secure than pen and paper. If you think about an alternative when you're traveling, it would be to send something back via fax and think about the type of information that you might be leaving sitting around on someone's fax machine with no type of audit trail. When you're signing within DocuSign, you have an audit trail that helps you know exactly when and where you were when you signed things. And also, if you're sending something for someone else to sign, you know if they've opened up the document, you know, again, when, where and when they were when they signed it as well. I guess another great advantage of this is it's completely paperless. You don't actually have to print anything or sign or scan or fax. Everything can basically happen from your mobile device. That's absolutely right, because who wants to deal with paper when they're on vacation? Even when they're in the office, you don't really want to deal with it anymore. But for sure, when you're on the go, um, you're going to always have your phone with you, but you don't want to be carrying around anything else that you don't have to. Okay, I've got to step back here because this sounds too easy. <laughs> so when I get this attachment in, what, what kind of attachments can it be? It can be anything. When it gets um, uploaded into DocuSign, it will convert into a PDF form. But it can come to DocuSign as a Word doc. It can come to DocuSign as an Excel file. It can come in, really in any form. Um, and then when you click it, click to open it within, the docu within DocuSign, it will be converted and sent back as a PDF. And what if it's a PDF to begin with? No problem there as well. Again, the tags that you use to place your signature, um, as well as if you want to insert text fields, if they're asking you for information like your phone number or if you're signing um, to buy a house, for example, and you need to put in uh, an offer price, all of that can be done right from within the app. Obviously, you have to have an account first. And, and what, what are the steps there? Very easy. So if you are starting from your um, mobile phone and downloading the mobile app, it will prompt you to enter really just your name and email address to get started. And from there, you create a signature and you're ready to go. And how do you create that signature? Can I do that on my smartphone? You absolutely can. Um, we offer you options. You can either use your finger to create your signature on the screen, um, or you can select from one, some different styles that are typed up for you if you aren't on a device that enables you to use a touch screen, um, there's an option for you as well. 
this this is gonna make my my world like so much better, Andy. Do you know what crazy stuff I do right now to to do signatures and electronic documents? I don't even want to say. You know what's what's funny, Mike, is I actually started trying DocuSign the other day because we review a lot of tech products, and a lot of times the manufacturers make us sign these loan agreements. Yeah, and they're so troublesome because I have to print them off, then I sign them, then I have to scan it, then I have to email it to them. Now I got DocuSign set up, so as soon as I get that loan agreement, I can sign it and send it back, and there's no paper trail. It's like completely changed my life, and I love the fact, Robin, that you do have a free version that people can kind of get comfortable and used to to doing it. What what kind of uh, professions are using DocuSigns? Because immediately I would think the real estate agent agency would love this because um, a real estate agent is always mobile and they have to sign a lot of documents. Absolutely. Real estate is big. Financial services are big, too, if you think about all the client agreements that they have. Lots and lots of types of companies um, with sales teams love DocuSign because they use DocuSign for their sales agreements. So tech companies, for example, um, but also in a variety of industries. Accountants love DocuSign. Um, HR departments that a lot of companies also have adopted DocuSign. Think about uh, the example of getting an offer letter that you have to sign in return. How great, what an ex exciting moment to receive that offer letter. And if you're somewhere where you might not have easy access to return it via um, a, a fax or who, who wants to even do that anymore, um, you have the option to send it back right away, sign it, return it, accept that offer, and um, everyone's happy because it's happened so quickly. Joy, I hate to say that I still sign things and fax things back. Am I a loser? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it is getting harder and harder to find um, you know, people who accept faxes. So I think that you, um, you may not be on the cutting edge to do that anymore. I would, I would highly encourage you to, uh, to uh, adopt DocuSign instead because I think it'll serve you well later. If you think about later when you want to um, remind yourself where those, you know, what those documents are that you sent or look back to it, you don't have to have the paper and keep it stored somewhere where you may not even be in the same location with that document. But if it's on your, within your DocuSign account, you can access it from anywhere. You can check and make sure um, that the paperwork you think had been signed is actually there and that the other party had received it. So it'll make your life much easier to move away from fax. I can't believe I just spent 10 minutes talking about signing documents. <laughs> <laughs> but you've changed my life, Robin. This is awesome. And, and, you know, you can even use it for really simple use cases like a permission slip for if your kids are going off to summer camp and they need permission to do something and you're at work, you can sign that as well. So there's really um, many, many um, types of documents um, that uh, are top of mind in the summer. Some waiver form for, um, you know, some big adventure vacation that you have is another great example. Robin, this is amazing, and it's free. It's, um, it's absolutely free to sign and return documents. When you start to use more sophisticated workflows where you're tagging documents for other people to sign, you need multiple parties to sign, then you need to upgrade to our paid subscriptions. And we have a variety of alternatives. We have options available for purchase online that um, would serve a real estate agent, for example, really well. Um, we also have uh, folks who are very happy to, to talk to customers who have more complex needs and more employees who might um, need DocuSign accounts. So there's really something. It's, it's an amazing product because it serves 
so many different audiences. It serves the individual extremely well, but it also serves global enterprises. Robin, where can people find out more information? DocuSign.com is our website. You can also um, go to the App Store or Google Play and download the app directly from there. That was Robin Joy, SVP of Web and Mobile over at DocuSign. When we come back from the break, we'll be talking Bluetooth speakers. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by our friends at London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. We're talking summer tech, and uh, I want to talk Bluetooth speakers now, these uh, fantastic devices uh, for taking uh, on the go. One challenge, though, with uh, taking your Bluetooth speaker in the summertime out is typically you're near water. Yes, right? yes. So always and concerned about uh, getting technology wet. The thing is, Mike, we've reviewed so many different Bluetooth speakers on the show before, but there's one that I really love, especially during the summertime, and that's why we got the CEO of Fugu to talk about their Bluetooth speaker because it is the best speaker you need for the summertime. On the line, we've got Gary Elsasser. He is the CEO of Fugu. Thanks for joining us, Gary. Thanks for having me. Really great to be here. Uh, before we even get started, Fugu, what does that mean? Uh, Fugu is actually a blowfish. Um, I, I spent over two years of my life in one-week increments designing computer electronics for the last 30 years. And so Fugu is a fish that gets big fast, which is great for a company like ours. And uh, and if you take a bite from us, you got to be careful. You know, if the competition takes a bite, it could kill you. So <laughs> we got a little bit of an attitude. So tell us about your uh, your speaker, uh, your speakers. and. Sure. Uh, why they'd be great yeah, for the got, summertime. Uh, we've got two lines of, of, of the Fugu Bluetooth speakers. Um, my team's been designing electronics for about 30 years, and so we took a very different approach. Uh, first off, we made them sound fantastic anywhere you are. They go anywhere. So they're beautiful in the home, and you can take them to the beach. Um, you can put them next to the pool. If they fall in, it doesn't matter. All of our products are waterproof, and that means they could actually go underwater. Now, you don't want to listen to them underwater very long, but the idea that you can have a product that you can drop in the water, it's okay. If you put it on a kayak or a paddleboard, um, no problem. Just enjoy your life, be it the ocean, be it the, the pool. It just works. So that's just beautiful sound. Take it absolutely anywhere in your life. That's kind of the two places we started. And this isn't water-resistant. They're like actually waterproof. Right. We call it IP67. It means it's fully dust-proof and mud-proof, shock-proof, and waterproof. Three feet underwater or one meter for 30 minutes is what we tested to. How, how is that possible? How are you able to create a speaker that can be exposed to water and still function? Because, I, you know, Gary, we met about two years ago at the Consumer Electronics mm -hmm. Show, and you took a speaker and just dropped it in water while it was playing music, and it was still playing. How was how that even possible? Well, we do lots of things for that. Um, uh, one is, is we, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to make something so rugged because you can actually drop these six feet to the ground as well or two meters, and they survive as well. So I, I like to say they're kid-proof, you know, they're life-proof. The, um, the, the waterproof, it's a lot of things. Uh, we, we use technologies for the drivers that are non-corrosive, that they're completely waterproof, uh, so they don't absorb water. Uh, it makes them a little bit, it makes them stronger. Uh, the connectors actually on the outside of the speaker can be exposed on our small line and you can get them wet as well. And we make sure and space everything out so that the water molecules actually can't cross and cause any, any issue whatsoever with, uh, with a short. So you can actually take a USB connector or the power connector, drop it underwater and lift it up and it just keeps playing. It's, uh, it's all to do with uh, my team. We've been designing consumer electronics for 30 years. We, we know it really well. Uh, our heritage is notebooks. 
pretty much. So let's let's talk about something important to me: the battery life. Um, you know, sure. we've seen when Bluetooth speakers first came out, I I was happy they'd last two hours. Uh, yeah, you know, and there's right. a lot on the market now. You're going to get five, six, seven, eight hours. What kind of battery life are you talking with uh, Fugu? Well, just a few more than four, five, six hours. Uh, our our, our uh, smaller line does 40 hours of play, and our larger line will do up to 35 hours. Like that, that's uh, absolutely that's, amazing, Gary. Like this is the perfect thing to take I, camping. I don't understand. Yeah, like how... how <laughs> How is that possible? Because it's not like you're, we're not talking about a huge Bluetooth speaker. How are you able to do that without having a huge battery inside there? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, again, our heritage is designing notebook computers, and so we know batteries really well. And there's a couple things, right? One is, is to build it incredibly efficient. And when you have something that's inefficient, if you think about like a car engine, it's very mechanical. If you've driven your car for a while and you open up the hood, it's really hot. That's energy. That's energy being converted into wasted heat as opposed to power. And so with, with Fugu, we studied every single part. We built the speaker from the grounds up, and it's extremely efficient. So all the power is going into making beautiful music, and almost none of it goes into heat. So that's the first thing is we just don't waste any power. Uh, second is, is we know batteries really, really well, and so we take care of them. So... Um, a lot of the speakers or a lot of your consumer electronics, even like your phone you use, you can imagine that after just just after uh, six months of usage, it'll have like half the battery life. With Fugu, you'll get up to 80% of your battery life after five years of usage. And that just goes along with just saying we build quality products to just last you. Sold. <laughs> such, such an awesome speaker, Gary, uh, I have to tell you. Gary, oh, thank uh, you. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show. Obviously, great speakers. Uh, where can people find out more information? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Fugu.com, F-U-G-O-O dot C-O-M, to, uh, to come check out our latest volumes of speakers. And uh, you can find them at uh, Best Buy um, or Mountain Equipment Co-op, for example, there in Canada. Yep. We love them. All right. They're good folks. Yes. Yeah, great people. Uh, thanks again for joining us on the show, Gary. Always. Take Th- care, everybody. That was Gary Elsasser, CEO of Fugu. When we come back, it's that time, App of the Week with Christina. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've uh, been talking summer tech today, a lot of cool stuff. But as always, it's that time of the show, App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. Thanks for joining us, Christina. What do you got? I have another travel app. Another travel app. I'm all about travel apps this summer, so yes. uh, listeners, tune in for those. <laughs> Fantastic. What, what does this one do? It's called Musement. Musement. Yes. So it actually curates travel experiences uh, right in the app. So you can identify a city, and then it will actually curate some experiences for you based on what you like to do. How does that work? Uh, well, Sounds they ha- fluffy. They have experts who do that for you. Um, so if I'm going to Paris, I yes. put in Paris and what happens? Yeah, and it actually gives you options. There's recommended, there's things to do, best places to eat and drink, attractions, um, adventure type stuff. And you can actually book some of these things right through the app, which is cool because that tends to be really fragmented. So you're running around a city and having to go to different places to get tickets and passes and things like that. And uh, does it tailor it to who you are? 
Uh, well, you can make some s- selections based on the things that you like to do, but it does give you pretty much everything in that city that they think is really cool. And does this work in most cities? Is it like... There are 350 cities and okay. it's actually available in a host of languages. That's kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. And uh, what platforms? Is it iOS, Android, both? Yeah, it's iOS and Android. Um, so this is very much tailored to the experiential traveler. Like people who are after the experiences, not necessarily the people who want to... And who's curating be, that? They have local experts. Yeah curating those yeah but it's not like mcdonald's paying them to be at top of the list for eating no 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 it's a lot of local centric type of stuff um and like i said it's a very experiential traveler that they're after it's the people who want to go hiking and whatever the case may be not the people who want to sit at an all-inclusive resort and not leave and just sun themselves which is totally cool if that's what you like to do like it amusement Amusement. Is there any like clever Y's or silent K's in there? No, no, just amusement. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Christina with Wrap of the Week. This is Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off. We'll see you again next time.